You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Welcome to the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast, where we talk about everything we need to know as women to slay the purpose that God has given us. I'm your host, Shantae Sapphire. Let's start the show. Hey, Purpose Chasers. Welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. Today, we have in the guest chair with us, Miss Carla George. Carla is the author of a top-selling book, The Proverbs 31 Woman, More Than a Good Wife, which examines the Proverbs 31 woman from a unique perspective concerning the modern-day woman. Each chapter is an intentional declaration of I am for the reader to meditate on and apply to their life. She also is the curator of the Date Night series and has a passion for building solid godly marriages that will build strong families and communities. She does this by bringing together and hosting couples on community date nights, and to date her and her husband have hosted up to 100 couples. Her latest venture is being the host of the Pushed Into Purpose podcast, aimed at pushing go-getters like you to move beyond the fears, obstacles, and roadblocks that may arise and into a life of purpose God has ordained for you. Contrary to what we think, Carla believes our purpose is always with us and is to be discovered rather than found. She quotes, our purpose is not what we do, but it's who we are that supports what we do. She has spent over 15 years in the corporate world as a corporate lawyer and currently in insurance. Carla has also served many government boards and recently sitting as the human rights commissioner. Additionally, she has passionately served in several capacities within her church, Mount Zion AME Church, serving as steward for over 10 years and heading up the visual ministry. She and her husband of three years, a gift from God, Marcus DJ Chubb George, reside in Bermuda with their boxer dog cafe, but are citizens of the world with their love for travel and people. Carla has been through various life obstacles that only God could pull together and push her into a life of purpose. She calls these her character-building moments and considers her life a testimony. Psalm 71.7 is a reminder of where she has come from and encourages her to live her life as an example of hope to many others. She says, my life is an example to many because you have been my strength and protection. Let's give a big welcome to Carla. Hey, Purpose Chasers. Welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. As you heard, today we have with us Miss Carla George, and she is actually the first person I've had on the podcast from Bermuda, where I come from, my little island in the Atlantic. So let's give a warm welcome to Carla. Carla, how are you today? How are you doing? Hi, Shante. I'm excited. Thank you so much for having me as your first Bermudian guest. <laughs> 
I'm so excited to have you here. And I know we're going to get into some really, really good stuff. But because we are talking about purpose today, and you'll find out why a little bit later, I wanted to ask you about your purpose first. So one of the um, the first question I want to ask you is, what is your purpose? How did you find your purpose? How did you become the woman you are today? Tell us a little bit about your story. Okay, so that's a pretty loaded question. <laughs> I tried to you know, really get into it. My, my purpose really is to encourage others to realize their purpose. And how I got to this is because then I was just going through life and growing up, people would try to tell you where to go and how to develop and different things that you should get into. And I think they always do it in good intentions, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't like to think that people are telling you anything to be against you or to bring you down. They really have good intentions based on their experiences. However, I found that there was a lot of pressure in trying to meeting up to people's expectations. And as I got to, in my 30s, I realized, you know what, I really need to figure out life for myself and not necessarily how those who are around me think that my life should go. Um, So for me, it was really just digging into who I was and not who I was just in the natural sense, but really who I was as God sees me. Mm -hmm. And as I started to figure that out, I realized, you know what, I think there are a lot of other people, especially women who are going through the same thing, where we have these different expectations on our life and we don't meet up to those expectations and we start to look at ourselves feeling down or we feel that we failed in different areas. We're disappointed by girls that we haven't met and not necessarily because of girls that we set upon ourselves, but the girls that have been set upon us. So for me, I really feel that my purpose is letting other women especially know and men as well that um, your purpose is really who you are that supports what you do. It's not what you do because what we do and who um, changes from time to time. So our careers change, um, our relationship status changes, right? So we cannot base our purpose on those areas. We really have to base them on who we are deep within, how God has defined us, who we are in the image of God, and that supports the things that we do. So if we are a good person, um, if we're a loving person, you know, that can support our careers and we may go into fields such as nursing um, or we like to help people. We may go into careers such as uh, being an attorney or a lawyer. You understand? So we really need to get back to the base and the base of who we are at birth (laughs) and how that develops over time um, and that our purpose, yes, it will change from time to time and we can't really get stuck in it. So my goal right now is to have other people understand that so that they do not set their expectations on worldly standards, but um, on the spiritual side of things and how God really sees them. That was so good. And um, you said that your purpose is who you are, not what you're, what you do. And I think that's so great because we get caught up so many times in the label of the profession we're in or what career we are doing. And sometimes if we're not at the place where we think that we need to be, we get discouraged. We get so discouraged. So to understand that purpose is just what supports what you do, it's actually who you are. It makes a difference because if my purpose is to help people, 
I can do it in so many different yeah. ways. Yes. We, and, yeah, we don't have to be stuck to that one way. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that is a really good lesson that everybody needs to really take to heart that you can do it. It doesn't have to be just one way. You don't have to, if, for example, I'll talk about myself. My purpose, as you guys know, and we've talked about this before, is to help people. So I do that through being a lawyer, but I also do that through this podcast and I do that through life coaching. And there's so many different ways that I can feel fulfilled and I like I'm doing what God has called me to do when I am just doing my purpose, which is really helping people. So you said that, you know, you want to help people not get stuck in a expectation of what other people has has put on them. Let's talk about that a little bit more because I know that's an issue that we tend to go through, especially as women, so many times that people put expectations on who, what you're supposed to be, what you're supposed to be doing, what age you're supposed to be married, when you're supposed oh. to have kids. It's just like a constant cycle of what's next. Nobody exactly. seems to be happy with what we're doing now. They're just like, okay, you finished school. When, when are you going to college? You finished college. When are you getting married? You're married now. Oh my God. When you're having a baby. And it's like, can we take a moment to just celebrate the fact yeah. that I graduated and let's worry about the rest later. So what advice do you have to women who are really tired of that what's next expectation and the question that keeps coming? And I think that's the key word that people, I, I was tired of it. <laughs> so, you know, my, to, just to give it a little background, yes, I went to school, uh, I went to law school, came back, I started my career right away. Um, I think I was 23 or 24 when I became a lawyer, got called to the bar and all of that. And, you know, you think you're doing pretty okay. And then, yes, the question was, oh, okay, then, uh, well, where's your husband? Like, who are you dating? What's, you know, what's next on that line? Like, are you striving to be partner? And all these different pressures. Are you going to have your own law firm? And I was just like, I'm just really just trying to get through this whole legal firm and fraternity um, as a woman and as a black woman and trying to navigate it. So all these different things started to play on my mind. Like, should I be thinking about partnership? What does that look like? Okay, how many hours do I have to put in? And I came to realize, you know what, that's not really what I want to do. And I had to be okay with that. I had to be okay to say, you know what, um, I enjoy being a lawyer because it does help me to help people in, in certain ways. I get to read the law. I love to read. I like to figure things out, to analyze and, and to write legislation and be um, helpful in those sorts of things. However, do I want to do this for the rest of my life? And if I don't, am I okay with that? So you really have to be okay with the decisions that you make. Um, you have to be okay because you're going to let some people down. You're not going to meet the expectations. And you're really going to start to find yourself and you have to be okay with what you find, right? So it was that thing about getting married and, and moving up the corporate ladder that I had to say, I'm going to pull back and see what's right for my life because I could have got married, but am I going to marry the right person? You know, mm -hmm. And do I want to do this just for the sake of doing it? And I had to realize, no, I don't. I don't want to make a choice that I know in the end, five, 10 years later, I'm going to regret. So that looks like being okay with the decisions that you make. So for me, 
I had to make a decision to leave the legal fraternity. So I no longer practice in, uh, in a law firm, but I do use my skill sets in other ways in insurance. And uh, I'm happy where I'm, where I'm at. For me, it was at a point in my time, in my life, sorry, where I had to make a balance in life. And do I continue to work these crazy hours um, in an environment that I did not necessarily find was valuable to, for me? And I had to make the decision, no, I don't want to do that anymore. So let me make a career move where my skill sets were transferable and also could benefit the company that I work for and benefit myself um, career-wise as well. Now, when it came to the relationship side of things, oh my gosh, that, sorry, that was, uh, yeah, the relationship side of things was a totally different um, beast in itself. You know, I found myself in my 20s and then in my 30s and then late 30s unmarried. And that was like, I think one of the biggest no-nos that I could have done because everybody kept asking me, when are you going to get married? When are you going to get married? Why can't you find the right person? Is it you? Is it them? And I was really thinking, okay, is it me? Like, is it something that I'm doing or is it that old man or dogs, old man or worthless? And you can really get caught up in that, right? You could get caught up in that mindset, like, oh, well, there are no good men and, you know, I'm just going to be an independent woman and do everything myself and Beyonce didn't make it any easier. (laughs) 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 And and we had, I had to think back. I'm just like, you know what, Carla, you can take all on, on all of that, but what has God told you? And one thing that God always told me was that I had a lot of love to give. And I had to look at my surroundings first and say, okay, where can I give love to those that are around me if I'm not going to be in a relationship? And again, I had to be okay with thinking, am I going to be married? And if I'm not, what would that do to me? And how would that affect me in the long run? So once I got to a point and said, you know what? If I'm not meant to be married, I am fine with that. And again, it's that word being okay with the decision that you make and the decision that you make up in your mind and how that's going to affect you emotionally, spiritually um, down the long run. So once I was okay with that, um, things started to look different to me and things as far as what relationships look like, what men look like, what a relationship and a marriage will look like in this day and age, right? Because it's different, to be honest. It's really different being married in, well, we're going into 2020, than when my parents were married. So my parents, they just celebrated recently 44, 45 years, something like that. Sorry, I'm getting wow. it. Yeah, but you know, it's a long time. <laughs> it's a long time. Yeah. So, you know, you had to take these different tips from the marriages that you see and how do you apply that into your relationships moving forward? And what do you want out of your relationships? You know, you do have to set those realistic expectations and have that, you know, quote unquote list about the do's and the don'ts in your relationship. So, <clears throat> excuse me, once I got comfortable with that, you know, these, I started looking at people differently and looking at men differently and relationships differently. And then when I met my husband, it was like, you know what? This is definitely the one. Like God's really put him in front of me and put him in my life. And I knew that he was the man that I was supposed to marry. But one thing I learned, Shante, was that I've learned a lot about myself. Yeah. And the type of woman that I was and becoming the type of woman that a man of his caliber and his standard will want to marry. You know, we can marry any man but it's like the caliber of man that you're going to marry and who you have to be 
in order to be perfect match, perfectly matched up with him. You're not going to be perfect, but you have to be perfectly matched. Yeah. I, um, I think being okay with the decisions you make about your life, despite what other people have to say, allows you to change your perspective on what's going on. Because if we are too worried about doing what everybody is asking of us, we find ourselves anxious and stressed out. And then we seem to be miserable. We don't want to go to work. We're not enjoying life the way God intended us to. We're not living in abundance. I remember um, getting to a point when I came back from school and Carla's story about coming back from school and getting straight into work is like mine. I came back from school as well, 21, went straight into a pupillage, took a year and then went straight into work. So there's so many expectations when you come back and you're so young. And I remember people asking me on one side, when are you going to get married? And then the other side of people were just like, worry about your career. You can freeze your eggs. You'll be fine. And it was too much stress. Mm-hmm. It was too much stress. And then once I got comfortable with my decision that I'm just going to live a life of purpose in the way that I see fit and do things that make me happy and make makes God happy, that's when I can start to be comfortable and start noticing things about myself that, huh, you should probably work on that. Huh, you're probably looking at that situation a little bit wrong. You need to change your mind. So I, I love that you said that, you know, your decisions and being okay with what you have decided for your life, how it has made such an impact. And you gave us a little bit on your relationship, but what I want to get into next is your book, mm-hmm. The Proverbs 31 Woman. If you can, guys, if you haven't read this book, I'm going to need you to get it and read it for yourself. She goes into the Proverbs 31 woman in a different aspect. Like she looks at the the woman, Carla looks at the woman differently and makes you think, huh, I didn't think about it like that, but it's such, it's so refreshing. And it's such a revelation that I need you to read the book. And of course the link to buy the book will be in the show notes. And if you're in Bermuda, I'm sure you can get a copy at Browning Co. But If not, for everybody internationally, I will put the link in the show notes. But Carla, please tell us about your book. Yeah, thank you. So the book is called Proverbs 31, Woman, More Than the Good Wife. And the subtitle, More Than the Good Wife, just really shows who that Proverbs 31 woman is. So yeah, she's a wonderful woman. She's pious. She is the devoted wife and devoted mother. Um, But however, she is also an entrepreneur. She's a change agent. She is a real estate agent. Um, You know, she is one that you want to be connected to and connected with. And not only that, she cares about others, right? Mm -hmm. So what I have done when I went through through this chapter, God just really showed me how we as women need to look at ourselves outside of the labels that have been put on us, right? So we have to move, look at ourselves beyond the pressures and, and the stereotypes that we tend to fall into. So I really get into how we are made in the image and the likeness of God and how God declares that he is the great I am. Therefore, since we are made in his image and his likeness, we too can declare that we are the great I am. And what does that look like? I am a change agent. I am made to be different, you know? So each chapter of the book 
um, breaks down the different I am's that we are. And when you go through it, you will see, you know, I'm meant to be greater, you know, all these different things. I'm an encourager. And it analyzes each verse of that chapter pertaining to the Proverbs 31 woman. Um, it's also a great read for men as well. If if you know about the story, this, this chapter was written to um, a king by his mother. Um, and it's said to be King Solomon, even though it hasn't been been um, rightly proven, but it's said to be written to King Solomon by his mother. And she's telling him, this is the type of woman that you need to look for. And it's also the type of woman you need to respect and honor, right? And all the aspects that she brings with her. So it's really um, twofold. And where we as women can look at it and start to do, declare those things over our lives that we are and speak against those things that we are not, understanding that we are made in the image and likeness of, of God and that all of his attributes that we can take on. So he is loving, he is kind, he is merciful, and we can be loving and kind and merciful. We can be forgiving, right? We can be all of these things when we look at the attributes of God and they are within us. We don't have all of them. We won't possess all of them, but we do have each of them at some point in time in our life. And we can always aspire to um, uphold those things and to walk in them and to just believe it and live it every single day of our life. When we start to see ourselves in that way and again, walk away from the labels, but really just dwell in the presence of God and, and absorb all that he is and say, oh, I want to be like, I want to be like you. I want to walk like you. I want to be as much as like you as possible. And can you show me what that looks like and, and brace yourself for it because he's going to test that spirit too, right? So, you know, brace yourself when you ask that of God and, and when he tests the spirit, just recognize that he is testing that spirit. So he may give you an opportunities to love. He may give you opportunities to be kind to somebody, um, to be forgiving to someone, right? To be greater in situations, to be, um, to change your perspective about different things. So um, that's what the, the book looks at. It just really breaks down each verse of this chapter and how this woman lived, not only as a wife and a mother, but in all of her greatness. I love that. And sometimes I find that we tend to forget who we are mm -hmm. and we need a little reminder. And I am a big advocate for affirmations and declarations mm -hmm. and decree. So I'm telling you guys to get the book and write your own declarations, <laughs> yes. right? Write your affirmations, stick it up and, and, and repeat who God says you are. Remove all the negative labels because those labels have nothing to do with the call on the life, the purpose that God has created you, the destiny that he has before you. Everything that God says about you is positive. Mm -hmm. And if you get the time to just, just dwell in it, and read about it. Read about it some more. Just study it a little bit more, guys. Get the book. You will not be disappointed. So, Carla, I wanted to ask you. So, you've you've come to a point, and you've written this amazing book. After you finished writing the book, what did you think was next? Were you just happy that you got the book out there, or were more ideas coming? Tell me what what the process was for you as an author to actually have an idea, write a book, then have the physical book in your hand and have the world talking about this book. How did that feel? 
Yeah, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, first writing the book was a crazy experience because it was not on a bucket list of mine to do. But one thing God works like that with me, he downloads so much into my spirit. And uh, what I've learned to do and what I'm learning to do, I should say, continue to learn to do is be obedient to, to that call on my life. So this was an act of obedience. Um, the words came strictly from God. And what he did with it, once I released it, I remember the morning that I went to publish it um, on Amazon and I went for a walk and I said, God, you know, I'm about to publish this book (laughs) (laughs) that you put into my spirit. And I said, from this point forward, it's really all about what people have to say about you. I cannot take anything personally because that was something that was on my mind. I mean, let's just be real and transparent. You know, this is something you're exposing yourself and, you know, you can open up yourself to criticism, whether about the topic, how you write or what have you. And, you know, I had to put that behind me and I was just like, oh, this is not about me because that was ego coming into play, right? Mm -hmm. And I had to recognize, I'm like, oh, this is just your ego. Who cares what people say about you? They're going to talk about you whether you you do right or wrong. And at the end of the day, you just need to continue moving forward. So I was like, I turned it over to God and I just said, you know, God, this is your book and you're going to, we're going to release it together. And you know, what comes from it, it's all a blessing from you. And I'm just going to stand here in the overflow and however you choose to move, just let me be obedient to that. So once it was released, the support was amazing. The feedback has been amazing. Even to this day, the book has been out for two years now. And to this day, people are still coming to me and just saying how they have been moved and encouraged and what a blessing the book has been for them. And I'm just like, God, that's all of you because you have blessed the book and you are blessing others. And I just thank you for that. You know, if it could bless someone in one small way, transform a life in one small way, then it has done its job. Yeah. I just want to take a moment on behalf of the community and thank you for your obedience, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you weren't obedient and if you didn't take the time out to hear from God and actually write what he said, we wouldn't have the opportunity to experience breakthrough through the reading of your book. So on behalf of us, their readers, I'm thanking you for being obedient to God, for making a difference in our lives with the words that you wrote and allowing us to look at the Proverbs 31 woman as more than a good wife and see all that she can be instead of looking at her like, oh, I'll never be able to do all of that. Right. You You allowed us to look at it like, hey, that is me. Yeah. And that's just it because, you know, I I don't know when you first learned about her, but I learned about her when I was probably about 12, 12, 13. And when the way that she was taught to me, I put her on on the shelf because I said, I'm not going to be able to meet up to her standards. It was just too tough, but it was really the way that she was taught to me. And that's why, you know, I really like to encourage people to read the word for yourself. God is going to reveal exactly what you need at that time in your life. And that's what he did with with when I studied this chapter. He revealed exactly what it was that I needed from her at that time in my life and that I wanted to pass on to other women who I know are going through the same thing. I don't think it, I know it because I have friends and we talk about these things and, you know, just other sisters in Christ. And it's just, it can be tough. It can be really tough. And we think we're out here by ourselves 
thinking uh, that things are so unattainable and whether anyone's suffering and not able to um, be fruitful in many areas when it's like, no, you're actually doing it. You're doing this, this. you're walking through it right now and just remain encouraged um, about it. And, and so, you know, that's what the purpose of the book was. And I'm glad that it's touched you and touched others in, in that way. And I'm just continue to receive the stories and the blessings that people are sharing. And, and it's really encouraging for me to know that I can push forward. Yeah. And like when you asked earlier about other things that have come up, like different speaking engagements have come into play. And, um, you know, again, it was one of those things like, okay, God, this is me and you again. <laughs> How is this going to go? <laughs> and just continue to guide me in these different areas. So, you know, when I get to go out and speak about the book, um, and speak about his word, you know, I'm really encouraged and just completely humbled and blessed by the whole experience. Amen. Ladies, just a tip. Your obedience will not only change your life, but it will change all those who come into contact. And that's your obedience to God. So if God is really telling you to do something, I don't care if you can't even see the finances right now, or you just it just seems like too big of a vision, Trust me, be obedient step by step, and it will make such a difference. You were called to not only change the lives of those people around you, but those people across the ocean, internationally, you can change their lives with your obedience, with whatever it is that God has called you to do. So Carla has the book. But most recently, she has started a podcast, the Pushed Into Purpose podcast, guys. You have to listen. It has quickly become one of my favorites. So I get my little notification on Monday. It's like, oh, new episode. Let me go and listen. (laughs) So you guys, I want you to listen to Carla on why she started the Pushed Into Purpose podcast and how it benefits you. It has benefited me trust me, trust and believe. And you know, of course, I'll have that link for you so you guys can like and subscribe and do not forget to leave a review because it will change you. Trust me. So tell us about the Pushed Into Purpose podcast. Yeah. So the title is is definitely true to what God has done in my life. <laughs> so I call it Pushed Into Purpose because I find that sometimes God pushes me to do things that are is really outside of my comfort zone. And when he, when I am obedient to it. I'm not always obedient to it, but when I am, there is where I find my purpose, right? So the podcast is really about that. It's about interviewing um, different people who are walking out their purpose and what it took for them to get there. So Shantae, you were on the, one of my first episodes of my interviews. So if any episode you all want to listen to is <laughs> the second one, because that is with my with the interview with Shantae. And it's really exploring how God uses us in many different areas. But what I wanted to do was to create a community for go-getters such as ourselves, where we're out here doing our thing, but we do get stuck from time to time. We come up against different hurdles from time to time, um, roadblocks. And how do we get past that? How do we push past that? Whether it be a mindset, whether it just be finances, whether it be situations. So I wanted us to just really speak to what I call virtual mentors about how they've been able to push past 
push past those hurdles and into the life of purpose. In addition to that, I also do solo shows, uh, whether it be um, understanding and breaking down different Bible characters or just situations that I have been through and talking through that and walking the audience through that and how we overcome those different things. So um, I want our listeners to just understand that we can make healthy choices. Um, they may be difficult choices, but they are healthy choices. And overall, they'll be life-changing choices. It is a great, great, great podcast, you guys. And it will help you get through your journey. It will help you um, learn and listen to other women and listen to Carla and think, okay, it's not just me. It's mm -hmm. not just me going through that. Somebody else is going through it and they have been through it. So this is what I need you to do. I need you to subscribe. You, so you can listen to push subscribe. You can listen to push into purpose on Monday, pray, plan, slay on Tuesday, go to Bible study on Wednesday. You'd be good. Yeah. You know, after you left church on Sunday, they just keep it going. Just keep it going. Keep it going. It releases every Monday. Um, my husband actually has a, a radio program, a radio show on station called Vibe 103. And his whole thing premises is Mondays are great. Mondays are the new Fridays, this and this. And he's trying to get people to say thank God for Mondays. Like he has this, on this mission of having people really accept Mondays, which is a great thing to do because we always dread Mondays. Mm -hmm. And that first day of the week, it really sets the tune for the rest of your week, right? So, you know, I've kind of just piggybacked on what he's done. I do the release on Mondays because Mondays are the new Fridays. We're going to get <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Between me and him, you're going to understand that Mondays are the new Fridays. So this is a great start to the beginning of your week. Um, it is Pushing to Purpose podcast. It can be found on most um, platforms. You have it on iTunes, of course, Spotify. SoundCloud, Podbean. Oh my goodness. The list goes on and on. And, and also on my website, IamCarlaGeorge.com. And speaking of your website, why don't you tell uh, the listeners where else they can find you on social media, your handles? Yes. Yeah, so it's pretty easy uh, for the podcast is at Pushed Into Purpose Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Bear with me with the Twitter. I'm trying to get into it trying to get back on it. I'm not the best. <laughs> I'm with you with that one. I'm with you. you know, so I'm there. As far as the activity, it, it comes sporadically. <laughs> um, and then you can also find me at I am Carla George on Instagram, Carla George on Facebook. And then my website is I am Carla George. Excellent. So you found all the faces that you can follow her. And what I need you guys to do is follow her on Instagram because you're going to love her bingo. Oh, thank you. I love the bingo that she posts. I'm like, ha, huh. the first time you, you posted, I was like, hey, I think I've done all of these. And then the next week I'm like, ha, huh, I need to do better. <laughs> but it was just, it was, um, let me see, purpose bingo, right? Oh, the purpose bingo. The yes. purpose bingo. Guys, you're going to enjoy this. Honestly, it's just a little pick-me-up just to see, you know, where, what you're doing, making sure you stay on track. So make sure you follow her on Instagram so you can play purpose bingo too yes. and tag her in so she can see what great things you are doing. So before we let you go, Carla, I just want to know if you have any last bits of advice for our listeners who are in a season where they themselves feel like they're being pushed into mm -hmm. their purpose, what advice do you have for them? 
Yeah. So, you know, always remember why you start, why you start anything and keep that at the forefront of your mind. And also put, remember this whenever you go forward. It's what do you believe and who do you believe? And then you act from that point forward because there's a lot of noise in the air, right? We have a lot of noise through social media, through radio, through the internet, through TV. And a lot of things can distract us onto where we have to go, whether it be via competition, um, whether it's comparison, all these sorts of things can be a distraction to what God has purposed for our life. So you always want to keep it at the forefront of your mind. Um, why you do what you do, what you believe and who you believe. And she'll always come back to God and what he has told you directly. And how do you do that? You get into your word, get into the word, you study it, you study it for yourself. And then if you don't understand something, ask somebody who knows about it, who has been studying it for years on theologian, your pastor or somebody in the church or a spiritual leader that you have. And one final thing I want to talk about is definitely have your mentors. I am a strong believer of mentorship, which is why I had the podcast, so that you can have virtual mentors like this. I have virtual mentors who probably don't even know that they're my mentors because I'm following them. But have your mentors. I have them in my career life, in my relationship, and spiritual life. And it's so key because you don't always want to think that you know it all. You have to get a bounce back. You have to get that feedback and you have to have someone that keeps you accountable for where you want to go in life and how God is purposing you in life. If that's even a phrase to say, <laughs> but yes, that's definitely the key, the takeaways that I would love for your audience to just grab onto and just keep moving forward. Like we're going to push past this together. Amen. All right. So we thank Carla for being on this episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. You guys, I pray that this really resonates with you, that this episode resonates with you, that you're able to look at your purpose in a different light, that you're able to ex make some decisions that you've been really wanting to make, but not sure about and know that you're comfortable with your decision and it doesn't matter what people have to say. All that matters is what you believe and what God is telling you to do. So go forth, be obedient, be great, be pushed into your purpose, get your mentors together by the book <laughs> and we will see you next week for another episode of the pray plan slate podcast thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the pray plan slate podcast check us out on instagram and facebook at pray plan slate podcast and as always if you like the show subscribe to catch every episode and leave us a review so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes See you next Tuesday for another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast.